welcome to First Things First, the weekly podcast where we talk about God, faith, and life in Shallow Water, Texas. Our podcast is a production of First Shallow Water, and you can find more information about our church by clicking on the link in the description of this episode. Thanks for joining us. Here's our pastor, Brad Miles. Our guest on the show today is my good friend, Sandy Peters. Uh, Sandy is a, a recent retiree. Uh, from right, yeah. yeah, from a from a from a uh, long and successful career at Tyler Technologies, yeah. and uh, and he jumped right out of that into about a billion things at the church. And so, yeah. so if you uh, if you come to First Shallow Water, you probably don't see Sandy a lot on Sunday mornings because he's usually up in the sound booth helping out with stuff up there. Uh, teaches a grow group uh, on the leadership team here at our church and just super involved. And we're very, very thankful for Sandy and the life of our church. And I am personally thankful for Sandy and for his friendship. It's been awesome to get to well, know you yeah, likewise, over Brad. the past yeah. year. So, oh, yeah. uh, so fun for me. Yeah, it has been. It has been. It's been a fun year. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. We've gotten to do a lot of different things together, and uh, you know, yeah. and that's that's kind of what life's about. It's it just uh, spending life with each other, and, and yeah. so it's been fun. But. So, talk a little bit about uh, Sandy. I mentioned, you know, your your uh, your former career, and uh, but talk talk a little bit about your life, your family. Uh, just kind of introduce yourself to maybe folks yeah. who yeah. W- listen who don't know you. Yeah. So, uh, my wife Jan and I. Uh, have uh, three kids, yeah. uh, all grown, all married, and uh, we have uh, five grandchildren Sweet. and one on the way. In fact, uh, my uh, daughter-in-law may be at the hospital right now, oh, uh, going into labor. Awesome. So, uh, so we have one more, one more uh, grandson that's uh, on the way. So we'll have, cool. you know, we've got a basketball team now. Yes. We're going to have a sub coming, yeah, you yeah. know, here pretty soon. So, so we can uh, keep the energy up, but. Uh, been incredible it's been an incredible life jan and i this year will, will have been married 40 years wow uh and i i often tell her if uh if you'd known i was gonna stick around this long you would have chosen better <laughs> and uh there's days she agrees with that other days maybe not so much but uh it's been uh, an incredible incredible life together uh Lots of ups and downs and uh, fun things. And uh, part of that, as you talked about, was my career at Tyler. Uh, I spent about 22 years uh, at Tyler and and just got to have so much fun uh, in a growing company and, yeah. and work with uh, young people and and uh, the, towards the end of my career. And something I'm still kind of involved in now is uh, just helping young leaders grow and, yeah. and kind of feel comfortable in their role and uh I got to do a lot of that, traveled around the country, working with just all kinds of really, really smart people. And uh, so it was that, that, that part was a ton of fun. But, uh, you know, certainly the most important uh, part of that whole uh, thing has been, has been my wife, Jan, and, and yeah. how instrumental she's been in, in our lives. Uh, and uh, she is just such an inspiring person to me mm-hmm. uh, to watch her in her roles of of a wife, a mother, uh, a grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, the grandkids call her Ra Ra, uh, <laughs> and uh, that was not her choice. <laughs> no. But you'll you'll find out that the first one makes the choice, <laughs> and right. everybody else has to go along that's with right. it. So that's yeah. been fun. That's right. My uh, uh, my my dad is Daddy Day. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So that's what happened to to him. So yeah. that you know that just kind of how it goes. That's what that's right. Yeah. They they choose, and you yeah. go with it, you and you love it. You know, you're just yeah. like it's great. That's what it's supposed to be. So. So you okay? You have been a member at First Shallow Water for a long time. Yes, yeah, we so moved talk out about here. That. Yeah, yeah, we we've been out here for I think close to twenty five years now. Man. We uh, 
you know, we both, Jan and I met at Tech uh, and, uh, and then got married, started our family there uh, in Lubbock, lived in Lubbock for a long time. Uh, we're, we were very involved in, in, uh, in a church. We'd both Lake Ridge Methodist. And, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, but we just didn't feel right. Uh, we'd both grown up in smaller towns. It just didn't, you know, just, we just felt disconnected. We didn't yeah. know, the, you know, our kids' parents, I mean, our, our kids' friends' parents. Right. And, uh, so, uh, we just kept looking and, and we finally, you know, found a way to get out to shallow water and it was really just the best thing we, we've ever done. We have so many great friends, uh, you know, that, that come to church with us and we've, uh, again, we've just all done life together, you know, right. as our kids yeah. have grown and gone on trips together with, with a bunch of different ones of them and, uh, and and then we just kind of I've just always been a roll up my sleeves kind of a guy, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if something needs to be done, well, let's go. And so we just got involved from the very from the get go. I mm-hmm. I was involved uh, in youth uh, for a long time uh, as a volunteer, and uh, did, you know did that forever. And and then it just kind of felt like you know maybe I was it was time for me to move on. Uh, you know, nobody wants the old guy hanging around, you know, <laughs> you know, with youth, I, you know, and, uh, you're a pretty so, cool old guy. Though, yeah. Sandy. Well, I, I mean, I, you know, I've got a mirror, so I know, <laughs> I mean, I, I know how cool I really am, but, uh, but, uh, you know, the, the, you know, so I just moved on to some other things and, but always just involved. And so I've, you know, I've helped, you know, teach one of our uh, grow groups, different times, uh, and then, like you said, you know, when I retired and, and it just seemed like, you know, we needed somebody to kind of get involved with uh, sound and lighting mm-hmm. and lyrics. And I'm like, I've always been a, I just want to figure it out kind of a guy. I, right. I loved it. That's why I, my career was so good for me. I, I had a chance to, to do that over and over. And, and I thought, well, I, you know, I'm just going to get out there. I don't know anything about sound and, <laughs> and, and, and you know, lyrics and all that stuff, but I think I can kind of start to figure it out. And mm-hmm. it's it's been fun. I mean, I have enjoyed it so much. And, uh, you know, uh, so so that's what, you know, again, our you know, our time here uh, at First Baptist, and there's been ups and downs in our church. Right, you know? sure. There's like every s- church. You bet, you bet, you know, and, and uh in in my life growing up, I, I understood that pretty well, and so I've never been afraid of that, or right. or never felt like you know the church is not what it's supposed to be. I mean, you know, we're all trying to figure this out together, and sure. there's you know there's ups and downs and mistakes along the way. So yeah, but it's been great, it's been great. You mentioned that you know when you guys moved out here that there was like a core group of friends that you that you kind of got right. to know that you've right. really done life with right. over the yeah. so. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that experience and those people and, yeah. you know, how God kind of put you all together and all yeah, that? Yeah, you know, it's just interesting how, you know, God sort of weaves things in your life. And right when we first got out here, uh, there was a couple that we knew from when we were going to church in Lubbock, uh-huh. um, and they had moved out here. And so they invited us to come over for a party after a after a football game and that was another reason that we wanted to come out here it's like you know we wanted to be in a community where your kid it didn't matter how how old your kids were you just right. go to the football Everybody games you go to the basketball yeah. you know you just go yeah, and, yeah. and support the team and, yeah. and and we loved that and um and so at that first party uh this this guy comes up to me uh steve neiman and and introduces himself and he starts asking me what i do uh-huh. and i was working at a computer company a different computer company in Lubbock, and and uh, so one thing led to another. We just started going to lunch together and, yeah. and just kind of hit it off a little bit, you know. And, uh, 
and then you know, one thing led to another and he was one of the one of the guys that had started uh encode which sold to tyler uh-huh. and uh and he invited me to to come and and uh, and work there and yeah uh but steve and Rhonda uh and and their kids i mean we went on vacations together right. uh, steve and Rhonda neiman uh, Russell and Shelley Martin have just been long, long time friends mm-hmm. of ours. And, uh, and, uh, and, you know, there's, there's just a, a ton of other ones that maybe not have been around the whole time, like the Greers or, you right. know, really close friends of ours. And, uh, and, uh, and, and again, just all sorts of things have gone on in our lives and our kids' lives. And now as we all have grandkids and, uh, it's just been it's just been such a blessing to have uh, all these guys in, in our lives and right. uh, and they're just so instrumental and uh, Russell and and Steve when I first moved out here they were both runners and they got me into into running uh, which I was not my body is not made for running you know <laughs> and I told them one time I think you guys just take me out so that the you know the you dogs will have somebody to catch you know. <laughs> It'd be easy. They can. They they didn't have to outrun the dogs. They just That's had to right. outrun me. You That's know? right. So, so uh, but uh, we did so many fun things together over the years, and uh, and still do. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, such a such a blessing to have. Uh, and that's what to me. That's what uh, you know. You sort of come to a church, and 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 now in the in the advent of live stream, which I think there's you know it's important. Live sure. stream's important, and we still need to do it. Uh, but. Uh, and, and people come to church sometimes and they think, you know, hearing a sermon or being in the worship service is what church is about. And, mm. and while it is, mostly it's about That's right. just friends and, and, and it's like another family. And, yeah. and when things go wrong in your life, these people are around you. No you doubt. Know? They're bringing, you know, food and, and making sure things are taken care of. And, right. Uh, you know, we, we got our house broken into once, and David Sewell calls me, and and because we were out of town, and he goes, he said, your your house got broken into, but don't worry, we've got it all taken care of. I've got a guy that's taking the door into Lubbock to get it fixed. Wow. And we got home, and, and our house was all just completely cleaned up. Man. And, you know, it's just like, that's, you know, again, when you say do life together, that's what that's I'm talking, what talking about. about. You know, you just... You know, you just do whatever for each other, and uh, we've just got a lot of lot of good friends, and that's what that's what church is Absolutely. really about. Or, yeah, you know. if you're so, you know, if you're out there and you're listening to the podcast, and church has been something, you know, for a lot of people have negative experience in churches, and right, uh, right. and and other people wonder like, what's the point? You yeah. know, uh, mm-hmm. they they maybe they go every now and then, but but it's not really important to them to make it right. a regular part of their lives. Right. Um, I would just want to say to you, if you're, if you're out there and you're kind of wondering about church or you're, it's not really that important to you, I, I would just, I just want to say to you, I feel like you're missing out on, yeah. on some of this stuff, oh, you know, all the most important stuff, you know. Well, I, and mean, I, I mean, I've been, I've been with y'all's friend group, yeah. recently, right. whenever someone's going through a really painful, really difficult time, I right. watched you guys, you know, minister to each other out of this like bedrock of decades right. of friendship right. it's a beautiful thing yeah and uh and i would want that for all of our, our folks who are, are listening oh. and, and and i maybe i'm biased but i really think that first baptist church shallow water is a good place to find it you oh. know no no <laughs> so. doubt no doubt uh but you got to look for it a yep. little bit you yep. know you got to step out there a mm-hmm. little bit and uh, make yourself a little vulnerable but yep. uh but you're right i mean i think and there's times when 
you know, we've had lots of fun times together. Man, sure. Just yeah. tons of, of fun things. And then there's been some hard things. Yeah. And there's times when you don't really know what to say, but you just know you need to be there. Absolutely. And, yeah. and sometimes you don't really even have to say anything. You just need to be there. Yeah. And uh, to have people in your life that no matter what time of day or night, if something happened, I know like four or five people that I could call and they would be there. Absolutely. In a, you know, in a mm-hmm. minute to help with whatever we had going on. And they feel the same way. And, and I think that's that's how God created us. Right. We are created to be connected to each other like yeah, that. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, so it's been such a blessing to us, for yeah, sure. That's yeah. awesome. Well, okay, so t- talk a little bit about your faith story. Like, wh- yeah. how did you... How did you come to a point in your life where you realized that you needed to surrender your heart and your life to Christ? What right. did that look like for you? Talk about your journey toward, you know, becoming a Christian. Yeah, you know, so I think when I was two or three years old, my dad surrendered to preach. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and we started off on a, a journey. Uh, well, I think we, we moved to Plainview, and he enrolled in college, and we lived in Plainview for a little while. And then while he was still going to college, uh, uh, we, we, he got his first church in a little tiny community out west of Post called Close City. Okay. And uh, Close City is a church, uh, a school building that at that time was all boarded up and closed. Right. Uh, a parsonage uh-huh. and a gin. Wow, and that was that was where we lived, and uh, and he that's where he started uh, in ministry. We moved there to the to the huge town of Dickens, yeah. Texas. Yeah, the sprawling lived, metropolis. Yeah, yeah, we lived on a dirt road in town, <laughs> so so that's the, you know that's that's the way it works in Dickens. You know, yeah. it was uh, people think I'm kidding, but I'm not. <laughs> and uh, and we moved from there to to Anton. But while I, while we were at Dickens. Uh, I was probably, I want to say, seven or eight years old. Uh, I started feeling this call, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, and looking back, I'm not sure it was, I mean, I'd been in church enough, and so I kind of understood what was going on, and so... Uh, and, but but it was it was the point in life that I, that I, that I made a decision, but, uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say that I spent the next number of years uh, pursuing God right. and pursuing who God is and and who he could be in my life. Uh, right. That just didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, but so, you know, sort of fast forward a little bit. My We, we moved uh, to Anton, Texas. Uh, from Anton, Texas, I just told you the places we've been living. We moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico, which oh. like, was a major culture shock right. for, for me and my uh, brother and sister and our family and uh but it was an attempt i think to for my parents to save their marriage they right. were they were struggling uh and so we lived there a year my parents uh separated and divorced uh, mm. after that and uh my mom and my brother and i moved to uh, to to friona my my uh, sister had already left the house and and was in college but um and uh that was going into my 8th grade year and i went through years of struggle of just trying to figure things out trying to you know i'm not exactly sure looking back what i was trying to figure out but Mm. i was i was struggling big time uh just getting involved in all sorts of things that i uh, had no business being involved in and um but somehow through all that had the sense enough to know that 
uh, and, and had worked at a lot of different jobs, and I knew that, that I wanted to go right. to college mm -hmm. and, and, and get a college education. Uh, I didn't know what in, right. uh, but I knew I wanted to, 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 you know, to do that. And so I, I came, I graduated and came to tech, uh, my mom, uh, I was the last one out of the house. And so pretty soon she actually moved to Lubbock, uh, mm -hmm. after that too. Uh, and, um, started, started going to tech, still involved in all sorts of, uh, you know, things and, uh, just, you know, drinking was important, mm -hmm. you know, and, and a lot of it. And, uh, and, uh, and, I, and I was surrounded by, you know, a bunch of guys who loved to laugh and have fun. And, and it, but again, you know, alcohol was, was a, a large part of that. And um, interestingly enough, those guys who were, who were pretty crazy, and I like to say they were a bad influence on me, but I have a, I have a feeling it was the other way around. I think <laughs> I was the bad influence. <laughs> those guys are all, you know, uh, when I look at them now, they're real strong Christian men. Wow. They've raised their families as Christian men. And so they were sort of going through, you know, we were all going through this struggle together to try thing, to figure yeah. out who we were, who we were, you know, going to try to be. But in the process of that, you know, and, and I later learned this term called pre, uh, prevenient grace. Yeah. That God's wa watching out for us even sometimes when we're not really even pursuing him, you know, right. and. God introduced me to this uh, young lady uh, you know, <laughs> in the midst of that, a, a cute thing that I have no idea what she saw in me. Right. You know, r uh, my friend Russell always says, you know, that, that women are attracted to, to really good-looking men. Uh -huh. And if you're not good-looking, if you can just be funny, right. then, that, then that helps, you know. <laughs> that, that's kind of like number two on the list, you know. And, uh, and so I was like, I had that going well, for me. I could try, thing. you know. I mean, I was always, always trying to be funny. And, right. So I don't know. Somehow I attracted her, and and um, and uh, one thing led to another. You know, we got married, mm -hmm. and uh, and we still weren't really. She grew up in the church, uh, you know, just just as I had, uh, but we weren't really pursuing again who God uh, was and what God meant in our in our marriage. And because of that, we struggled. Uh, yeah. That first year of our marriage was really hard, uh -huh. uh, and I mainly because I mainly just grew up as a very independent a code name for selfish right. person yeah and uh and so i just was still in that mode i just mm -hmm. would do what i wanted to do when i wanted to do it and you know that doesn't work great in no. a marriage you no. know and so we had some struggles and uh, but uh we'd been married uh, about a year and uh it was uh the day after valentine's day uh -huh. i was uh, i was at an office so I, I really worked three places in my career and so the first place that I was that I was working downtown Lubbock, uh, and my aunt and uncle, uh, my mom's sister and brother-in-law came to my office, and I was like, okay, well that's kind of weird because yeah. they've never come, and uh, so they come in and sit down in my office, and they basically told me that my mom had been murdered that night before on uh, Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Valentine's Day, Day uh, 1984, and uh, and so that was. That was that was devastating, you yeah, know. That was just uh, and so it just kind of launched me through a lot of different, a lot of different emotions, uh, mm -hmm. you know. And um, but um, I just I, I I spent a lot of time just kind of out on the back porch, just reflecting on what what is you know what am I going to do about the I mean I just just over and over and 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 uh you know god just kept working on me working on me and i, I became convinced 
Uh, I feel like in the midst of one of those kind of crises, you can either run to God or run away from God. Right, absolutely. Uh, and just turn your back and say, I don't want to have a part of a God who allows or causes that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know what it was, Brad. I don't, you know, I don't know if, if it was all of the times that I've been in, in, in church and Sunday school, but there was just something in me that just felt like God is not a God who would cause and allow things like that uh, for no reason. Right. And if I was, if I was going to make a decision to either run to or run away from God, I wanted it to be an educated decision. Right. So I'm going to go pursue, and I'm going to try to find out everything I can find out about who God really is. Okay. And we just buckled down. We found a church, Lake Ridge Methodist. It was fairly new in uh-huh. the life of that church. And just like I said, I just rolled up my sleeve and, and got as involved as I could get. I mean, mm-hmm. I was, and we, we uh, got involved in this, uh, in this um, study that they do there. It's called the Bethel Bible Series. Mm-hmm. And it was written by a Lutheran minister. Okay. So here's a kid that was raised as a Baptist. Right. Doing a study by a Lutheran minister in a Methodist, Methodist church. church yeah. So, <laughs> so God has a sense of humor, right? right? You know, yeah. it's like it, and all this stuff probably doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. And uh, but it but the whole deal was you take two years and you go through this study with a group of people, and you go through the whole Bible and you're trying to understand what the themes of the Bible really right. is, right? Yeah. And 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 you would go through each each uh, ch- uh, book and each chapter of each book, each chapter of every book there was a theme and you right. tried to, you had to memorize it and you you took these cards with you uh all to all the time all all day long and uh and the whole idea was that we were all trying to help you know, just understand what the whole bible was 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 about what right. god was trying to teach us through the story of the bible mm. it was it was hugely impactful for me yeah, right. it was it was the thing that uh that uh, i needed Mm. Um, at that time, you know, it's just that, and, um, I learned so much through that about who God is and his nature and, and what he wants for us and, and the story and the redeeming story right, of, right. Uh, uh, what God was just a, just a beautiful story that mm. he's weaved together. And, um, and one of the, one of the, one of those, and they were called concepts. And by the way, you know, they had this deal. If you got caught without your concepts by one of the other members, you had to take them to lunch, you know. Okay, so yeah, fun yeah, a little competition in yeah. there. But uh, Genesis chapter 50, the, you know, the theme of that, uh, of that chapter is God can use evil for good. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that, that's Joseph, right? Yes, that, yeah, yeah just right in the middle of Joseph's story, you know, and where Joseph finds he, himself and, you know, and, um, and, and that, just, that just spoke to me, you know, in the midst of what I was, what I was living through, you know. And, right. And, uh, and so through that, through that process of, of what happened, of my, mom, of my mom's murder, uh, they, they found the guy that night, Right. Uh, they picked him up uh, that that actually that actually did it, and then uh, you know, and, and very shortly after after that happened, we found out that Jan was pregnant with our first daughter. Wow! Uh, and uh, and so uh, so that year, you know, my mom uh, was murdered in uh, on Valentine's Day. 
we found out Jan was pregnant. Uh, we had our first daughter uh, in October mm. of that year. Uh, and then there was a trial that, that went on, you know, wow. and then I was there every day during the trial right. uh, uh, for, for what happened. And so there was just all these, all these things. And, uh, and then very shortly after that is when I got involved in the Bethel Bible series and, and, and then just got, got really involved in our, in our church there at Lake Ridge. But, mm. um, you know, God just taught me so much through that. And, uh, and, and then, and one of the big, big, big lessons through that is just forgiveness and, right. the, and the need for forgiveness. And, um, and, uh, and, and, and that was hard for me. That was, mm-hmm. that was very, that was very hard to, to see this, uh, young man, roughly my age that was on trial, um, and, uh, for what he had done. And, and it was, and, and, and it was, it was very brutal, uh, the, you know, and, uh, and it was, he was somebody that my mom knew, uh, and, oh, uh, man. And so, uh, so anyway, all of that process just taught me this huge lesson of forgiveness and, and that the most important part of forgiveness is not for the person that you need to forgive. It's right. for you. Yeah. And yeah. so you could either live a real bitter life or you can, you can live the life that God, you know, created you for. And forgiveness was one of the, one of the major keys to that. So, uh, and, and so, so it just, uh, it just launched off a, a lot of other things that that happened in our in our lives, but right. uh, it was uh, it, it was very uh, it was very impactful, and I believe that uh, it it helped shape shape me into the person that I am and sure. the relationship that I have with God. Not a, not something that I would wish on anybody. Not right. something that I wish happened. I wish you know yeah. I still wish that my mom was here. She never got to meet you know any of my kids and. Yeah. Uh, and now my grandkids and, uh, and she would have loved them. You know, <laughs> she, she always had a big hug for everybody. And, right. uh, she was very loving and, uh, she would be very, very proud of my right. family, my brother's family, my sister's family, but never got that opportunity, you know, but, uh, and then this year, uh, the man who, uh, murdered my mom was released uh, on parole Wow. and, um, uh, and and I, and that was okay because yeah. I dealt with that a long long time ago. Yeah. And uh, while I don't I don't need to have a relationship with him. No. Uh, I don't wish him any ill will. Right. He was uh, when you read when I when I learned about how he grew up. Mm-hmm. Man, he had a rough rough life and he was struggling just as much as as I was struggling and made a huge huge mistake. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and you know so. Um, but but God God has has watched uh, over us all through all of that. So yeah, I you know you there there may be it probably is right somebody who's listening to the podcast today who they're facing something right similar. I mean you know, not right. maybe mm-hmm. to that scale yeah. of, of what you face in losing your mom, but but a, a, a really painful difficult circumstance in their life. You know right. they find themselves in you know it feels like they're in the dark. You know right. it's. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Somebody turns off the light switch, and you, you know, you don't know where to go. You're groping, right. groping around looking for things, and you know, just really that lost feeling that yeah. you have when something really awful happens like That's that. Right. Um, but you said a couple of things that I think are helpful that I want to kind of circle back around to. Um, I, well, first of all, I think it's just fascinating to me. Here's this awful, tragic event in your life, like the most painful, awful, tragic thing. You right. know, that, that could have happened really right. at that phase in your, of your life. Yeah. And, uh, 
And the and you know the Lord worked through that awful circumstance to draw you to Himself. Right. And uh, and I just you know I, I you've alluded to this already, but I just think it's I think that's a beautiful thing about how the Lord works. Like, it well, is. Like, personally, I don't believe that you know the my view of God, my understanding of God in Scripture is not that He's you know out there you know causing really bad things to happen to us all the time. Like I don't, we live in a broken world where bad things happen. Exactly. But in his grace, he takes even these really awful things. Right. And, and he uses them for our good. And I don't even, I can't get my head around that. I don't know how it happens, but, but that's what he does. Yeah. And I think it's beautiful. It is. It's incredible. And, uh, you know, and, and, and there are things that, uh, are, are just really, really awful. And then there's things that are just, you know, maybe, maybe you wouldn't categorize as, as quite that awful, but he, he, he weaves all those together, no doubt. you know? And, yeah. and what I find even more fascinating is I get older mm-hmm. and I, I'm older. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say yeah, you yeah. always make jokes. No, I, don't, I feel old some days, <laughs> but, um, you know, is, is we're all on this journey, mm-hmm. you know? And, and it's a journey that God uses to draw us into him and into relationship with him and into relationship with each other. Yeah. And, and, and while we could, we could look back and wish away parts of that journey, that is part of it. Our yeah. journey and the things that are happening to us in our lives is what he is. It's what he's using and it's what he's using to, to teach us about himself and, and about his, his nature. Right. And, uh, and I just think it, I just think it's so cool. And, uh, you know, I I just look back on my life, and and while I am not proud at all at all of those struggles that I went through, uh, of just really trying to figure out who I was and mm-hmm. and what was going on and and who I wanted to be, and and all of that, all of those struggles come together to to help make me who I am today. Yeah. And it helps me see things with with a certain lens, right, uh, of compassion and one of the things that was so cool to me when I was, when I was working with the youth is, you know, I mean, kids, kids make dumb decisions sometimes. They do. Well, I, I, I could still remember. Make them. Yeah. Well, yeah, no doubt. I mean, so do I, but I mean, you know, there's just kids or kids, right? Yeah. Kids can just be kids. Yeah. And, and, uh, and there were certain ones of them that, you know, it just seemed like they made a lot, you know, they mm-hmm. were making a lot of those kind of things. And it was just real easy for me to think back only, you know, what felt like right. only a few years where yeah. that was Sandy Peters, you know. Right. And and so I didn't look at them with anything but just compassion mm-hmm. and just try to put an arm around them and say, you know, and just try to do what I could to, to help them as they were going through a, a really hard, a really hard time in everybody's life. You yeah. Know? Because yeah. of your experience. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So uh, another thing, and I just I just want to kind of bring this up. I, I'm not sure that you've ever really processed this, but but I, it just occurred to me. So I just want to ask you about it. But so like, look, your dad was a pastor, right? So your dad was a preacher, and your parents went through this really painful divorce, like right? He, and then your mom was murdered. Like you had two experiences there that, for a lot of people, are, are faith shattering kinds of experiences. Yeah. They they you know, color the way they see God. And, right. and, and, uh, and so w- w- what, a, what, what about, you know, what was going on in your life or whatever, you know, allowed you to still have this openness to the work of the Lord in spite of these two really painful yeah. circumstances? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's a really good question because those, those two things were certainly very impactful on my life. Uh, the first, 
the first one sent me into a tailspin. Right. The, the divorce sent me into a tailspin of just really not really understanding who I, who I was and, and who my family was and who right. I wanted to be. And, uh, and so it, it did send me on, on, and I don't know if that, if that contributed to the fact that, that when this happened with mom, that, that I thought, man, I just, you know, I don't, I don't want to keep going through this. I mean, there's got to be something more. Uh, right. You kind really, of already been down mm-hmm. the track yeah. where, yeah. you know, terrible thing happens. You run away from God. That's right. yeah. So then when this other thing happened, you're, the only option was really yeah. turning to yeah, God. That wouldn't, yeah. I guess yeah. maybe, I don't know, maybe subconsciously I'm looking and going, you know, running away is not working too good right. for me. Yeah. You know? So maybe I, maybe I need to run a different direction. Yeah. I, I really don't know. Yeah. I, I do know that there are times in your life that you're going to be presented with, with a choice. Mm-hmm. And, and the difference between running to God or running away from God, sometimes it's just your choice. And, right. and sometimes I've, the way I've just said it is sometimes you just got to do it. You mm-hmm. just got to, you know, it's like when you first, you know, you were talking uh, this past Sunday about, uh, you know, trying to get back into exercise and everything. Right, and yeah. you and I have talked about that. You know, you, you've got to do it and it's not fun and right. you go do it, but you do it long enough that it becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I, I, I don't know. I just felt like I was going to run towards God. I was going to try to understand who God was. And then based on that, I was going to try to make my decision on whether I wanted to continue, right. you know, uh, to have that relationship or, mm-hmm. I just have been, you know, become convinced that, you know, God is just, you know, up there pushing buttons and mean and, right. and you know, and this, you know, didn't really care whether we yeah. went through all these things uh, or not. Yeah. Uh, I found, you know, I found God to be somebody who was incredibly loving, caring, mm-hmm. uh, heartbroken when, when we're heartbroken. Right, right. Uh, joyful when we're joyful. Yeah. And, uh and, and wanting a, a life for us that is uh, full of joy and peace, mm-hmm. not, not uh, you know, uh, to, you know, because to, taking away all of our circumstances, right. knowing that we're going to go through all those circumstances, that we can still have joy and peace and, and, and lean on him. And, and, the, and, and the ironic thing about, about God is, he he took this kid that that w- grew up so independent and mm-hmm. you know just so convinced that just leave me alone I'm super smart I can figure this out I'll do it myself kind of a kind of a kid and he taught me that what what I need for joy and and peace in my life is to be dependent on him no doubt yeah that is a, I think maybe there's not a more important lesson that we learn in our life than that. Yeah, you know, no, I the, agree. the end of yeah. our own effort right. is usually chaos and destruction, oh, you know? No so, doubt. No so doubt. Uh, we, we, there has to be that dependence on the Lord for there to be any kind of peace or... That's right. Yeah, I I hear you. I uh, I just, you know, th- thinking about your your journey and uh, and just kind of what the Lord's what the Lord's done in your life, you, you, you can clearly see the... This hand of grace that's right. been moving all these different ways through all these different circumstances yeah. in your life. And you just don't get to see it when you're in it. No, right? no. When you're and in it, it just hurts. And at that moment, right, you said something I thought was really important. You you said sometimes the choice to either run to God or run away from God, you just have to you just have to do it. Right. And I I really believe faith sometimes is just an act of will. Yeah. It's just it's me saying, look, 
okay, I've, I've seen the hand of God move in my past, right? right? But in this moment, my circumstances aren't telling me that God is good, yeah. okay? Right. But you know what? I'm just going to believe that he is, yeah. and I'm just going to run toward him in this moment. Right. And the, the truth that we learn when we do that is that God's faithfulness is always proved true. Yeah. You know, every time we, right. when we do that, we discover all these things that you said about God. Yeah. He's merciful. He's compassionate. That He loves us. He wants to offer us joy, peace. You right. Know, that's, you know. Yeah. And the and the awesome thing about getting old is <laughs> you have a lot of those, right? right? There's a lot of those you can draw on, and 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 so while we're not perfect, mm-hmm. what I say is, you know, I, I still sometimes kind of get off in the weeds. I just yeah. don't stay there as long. Right. Yeah. You know, and so that's that's evidence that I'm growing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as a as a Christian and growing in my in my relationship with Christ because yeah. I, I can I can stop. And draw back on you know what that that long past of, of things that have happened in my life, and now I have the ability to look back and see what God can do and is doing with those. Right. And and I can I can just stop and say it's going to be okay, you yeah. know. And I can just do that quicker. Uh, and uh, and I think that's that's one of the one of the cool things about a long relationship with Him. Right. Yeah. yeah. Over the years, I, I sometimes think about. You know, and particularly with younger folks, maybe more. But I sometimes think about people who their life circumstances are a lot different than mine. Because, because right. like me and you, even in the midst of, I experienced a lot of turmoil whenever I was growing up. Whenever right. I was a kid too. Right. My, you know, divorce is part of my my family story as well, and abuse and a lot of other stuff. Right. right? So, right. Um, so, but when I uh, when I look back though uh, on all of that, I still, you know my experience is really different from other folks. Right. There were still places where I can look at super. My mom loves me deeply, passionately. He's always right. loved her kids, you know, that way. Right. Um, yeah. God brought my dad into my life when I was in the second grade. And that was an amazing thing. I mean, I have a grandparents, godly grandparents. So, so even in the midst of turmoil and stuff, as a young person, I can look back and see all these ways where the grace of God yeah. was working. But I, I've, over the course of my life, I've, been brought every now and then into contact with some folks who you know, I look at, I look at their experience and I don't think I could say that. Yeah. Where, where? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I remember Amy and I, you know, in the, we were in the process of thinking about adoption. Uh-huh. And, uh, there was a girl that we were, that we were considering adopting. I remember we got her case file, you know, from child protective services in San Diego's like it was unimaginable. Yeah. She was, you know, right. She was nine. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and in her life, in her nine years, in her first six years of life, you really couldn't see any evidence of anything, you know. Right. And I, and so I sometimes wonder, like, think think, how would you speak to a person like that who <laughs> who maybe wow. they haven't had some of those experiences where they've seen the Lord's faithfulness at work that they could go back to and remind themselves of, yeah. you know? How do you speak to a person like that? Yeah, you know. I think my first reaction to that, Brad, would be, man, I don't know that if I'm qualified to speak right. to someone like that. But there are people that are qualified. No right? doubt, there are yeah. people if you know around, and uh, and I think that's one of the things that God also uses all of our experiences, our journey. It qualifies no us to minister to other people, mm-hmm. but it may not qualify us to minister to everybody. Right? No doubt, yeah. <laughs> and and so, which is hard for a pastor. To, well, it's hard for yeah, me to remember. Yeah, but yeah. no, but I, and I'm just saying, you know, and yeah. and I, you know, I don't say that to say. I mean, I, I there's times when I'm like, I, I'm not, I'm not sure because yeah. because you're right. I mean, as hard as as life 
can be sometimes i can look back and see you know there was a lot of there was a lot of positives mm-hmm. going on too yeah and uh and i and as i as you were talking about that one thing i, I think about too is you know we just have to be careful not to be so focused on the negative things that we miss all the positive no things, doubt right yeah. and yeah. so uh you know there's there's just a lot of redeeming like for instance my my dad got remarried and uh and, you know, that was just a real struggle for us. And we just weren't, you know, but fast forward to today and, you know, uh, if I would have chosen to just kind of stand on my moral high ground and and have nothing to do with with my dad, uh, I would have missed out on, a, on, on, you know, a relationship. And my kids would have missed out on a relationship with their with their grandparents. And right. they know them as Papa and Nana. They don't know all the history back behind right. all of that. And uh, they're super loving grandparents, and and mm-hmm. uh, my my kids all have a great relationship. My brother's kids and my sister's things all the same way. If we're not careful, you know, we can miss out on the blessings that are there. You know, just by you know ho- you know certain you know taking certain stands and things like that. But but back to what you what your your question of people that have just been through some I- incredibly hard things uh man I, I i that's a that's a tough one and uh you know I, there was a young lady uh that i that that we uh got to know out here uh and uh in 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 her life uh, growing up it was it was really that same story you right. know and uh and we we just kind of watched with such pain and just uh but and when she her senior year in high school she she uh did this senior project and she came in and talked to us. I was on the school board at that time mm-hmm. and she came in and presented her senior project. And it was about what she was going to do to go and be involved in an organization in Lubbock so she could help kids that were in the midst of things just like her. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. you know, and in the end, that's, that's, that's a lot of what that's, that's a big part of what God is teaching us is to take the focus off ourselves, right, and and start focusing on the people around us, mm-hmm. and 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 you will start to see again God's redeeming power of using that horrible story sure. in your life to actually minister to other people yeah. and and help other people, and uh, and He can do that, and yeah, I know He can do that. I've seen maybe it. not to the extent of you, but yeah. I but I know because mm-hmm. I've experienced Him doing those sorts of things. Right. Yeah, and I I always say too, I think. And you brought this up, you know, in what you were saying too. But, um, but I, there's a part of me that sometimes when I'm talking to a person, you just really, you know, they don't they don't have a lot of experiences they can point to. You right. Know? Uh, I always want to say to him, "Look, test him. Yeah. Test the Lord God. Right. You know. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, go, I mean, I, I I dare you. Just d- run toward God. Make the decision now. Right. That you're going to run toward the Lord and and devote yourself to it. Like right. Like, you know, practice, practice knowing God. And, and I promise you, he will, yeah. he will be proved faithful. Yeah. And, and, but do that, but educate yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Educate yourself on who God really is. Yes. Don't make that decision on who you think God is today. No. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, let him tell you who he is. Right. Let, let, learn right. about who that's he right. is. That's right. Learn, learn about who he is and then make that decision. Yeah. And I think that's because, I, you know, there's times when I would want to say to people, tell me about the guy that you don't believe in or that yeah. you don't, uh, you know, think is acting in your behalf. 
tell me about that God because I think there's a high probability that I don't believe in him either yeah so I think, right and uh and so let's let's talk about that mm-hmm. you know and uh and so I think you know I think that's such an important part of uh it is just trying to help people educate and test him I think you're right I mean I think what you'll what you'll find is you know god god is there to walk you through sure. those dark days mm-hmm. and then as you and then and then just hang on i mean you're you're so young you right. know yeah. so i mean there's so much more life to happen and mm-hmm. one of these days you're going to be able to look back and you're going to see how god used that mm-hmm. to mold you and prepare you for something that you can't see today right uh and you just don't have that ability and uh, and, and like i said I'm an old guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people say wise. My mom always said there's a difference between a wise guy and a wise man, yeah. you know. <laughs> so I realize which one of those I am, you know. So, but really, you know, the whole idea of wisdom really comes with years, right? And no, it's yeah. really just experience. It's mm-hmm. just like looking at life and and realizing that there's, you know, there's so much more there. So. Yeah, there's we in church uh, recently we talked about um the way that the Lord chose to deliver Israel from Egypt. Right. And, you know, they basically, because of the power of the Lord, they walk, uh, a nation of slaves walks out of, you know, uh, the grip of the most powerful force on the earth at that time and, and, and literally plunders them. Like, like takes with them the spoils of war without lifting a finger. And, uh, and we talked about, you know, just understanding that God doesn't just want to deliver us, you know, right. he wants to do something that's so profound, right. that's so crazy that it would feel ridiculous for us to imagine right. what it is he's going to do. And I think you and I could both say, like, if, if we could imagine what God might have done in our lives when we were, you know, eight or nine or 10 right. or, or teenagers, right. and then see what God is doing with us now. Right. It would have been ridiculous yeah. for us to think about and, that. And 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 along with that, it would be ridiculous to take any credit for it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> like it's, it's so far fetched yeah. from where I was right. when I was, you know, yeah. you know, 13 years old. It's mm-hmm. so far. It's it, it's so far that I, you know, people that knew me then and yeah. haven't haven't seen me, they they would not recognize me, you right. know? I mean, that's yeah. how far and 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 that's what God does. You know, mm-hmm. God does these things that are so outlandish to us to even think of yeah uh and he's done that again over and over in my life when i've prayed for things and i thought i knew Mm -hmm. exactly what i needed to pray for and i would tell god this is what you need to do i (laughs) I know but (laughs) even even then god has the patience to say i got this really and when and when and when it actually comes to fruition i'm going Okay, you really do. You really you do, do really do yeah. have this because <laughs> this is like way better than I could have ever figured out. You know? And that's a good that you know you you just you had talked about how you, you know that you would tell somebody wait. I mean you're you're young right yeah. now. Like pursue yeah. the Lord, and then just watch what He does. Yeah. And and that just made me think of that. You know, I, uh, you're exactly right. Like there's we can't imagine the victory right. that God wants to win in our lives. We can't even. When I say we can't imagine it, I mean we literally can't imagine right. it. It's too big for us to even that's right. to e- for us to even get our heads around. Yeah. And and that's what that's what he's going to do because yeah. he's faithful and he's good and that's what he always does. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah it's sort of like you know 
for you because you're a big NFL guy. You know, <laughs> for you, you're praying that the Cowboys win this next game. <laughs> you know, and you look up and they win. You know, they win the Super Bowl. Right, you know? right, yeah. And you're just like, oh, which is unimaginable, unimaginable <laughs> right now. So, as a, as it's a just Cowboys, ridiculous it's to ridiculous. even think about that. It is. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for. I, it's I'm always, just trying to help. You yeah, out. yeah, you are. I appreciate it. Everybody <laughs> likes to get a little cowboy shot in every now and then. Hey, I grew up as a Cowboys fan, so I, yeah, you know, I have I a little you. bit of license to throw this out. You do, so. yeah, you do. I appreciate that. Well, so uh, let's wrap up our time together. Just share something that God is showing you about Himself right now. What's He doing yeah. in His relationship with you Take now on. that you're really learning about? Yeah. You know, uh, every every phase of your life as you as you take on these new roles, you mm. you know you know you become a husband, right? And, and you become a father, mm-hmm. and and uh, you you're a businessman, and then you're a quote unquote leader in a business, and, right? You know you're a you know a grandfather, and yeah. so you you know you take on these new roles all the time, and uh, but as but after our kids all uh, you know grew up and and left home, you know uh, my relationship with Jan just changed a lot, yeah, and. Uh, and, and I, I've grown so much over the years. Uh, but I just, I, 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 sometimes I'm just amazed at how much, if I just stop and watch my wife, uh, operate on a daily basis, just how much I can learn about who God is. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, just, just the love and patience that she has for our grandchildren, uh, so inspiring. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, sometimes when the pressure of, raising kids, you know, can kind of, kind of be taken off. And it was something that, that we loved and enjoyed, but you know, it just, our relationship with each other and, and who she is and in my life, uh, uh, the, you know, if, if somebody asked me who, who I admire more than anybody in the world, uh, that I know would be my wife and and who she is and, uh, who she inspires me to be Mm -hmm. and, and who I am because of her. Right uh, is is sometimes it's just overwhelming to me, and so mm-hmm. I, I just I just think God continues to 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 use life to to teach me lessons of uh, of how to be compassionate mm-hmm. uh, and and see people uh, through His eyes uh, as much as possible, and then like I was talking about earlier that that we're all on this journey, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know so it, it's like. I, I'm bad about, you know, taking a trip, uh, to, we dri- we, we've driven all over the place. We've driven to Florida multiple times, yeah, to California yeah. and, uh, and, uh, and if I'm, if I'm not careful, I'm just like, you know, I just want to get there. I just want right. to get there. I just want to <laughs> get there. And you miss so much if yeah. that's, if that's how you look at things. And, uh, you know, we had really, there were a lot of fun times that my kids will talk about. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's kind of crazy, but that's while we were driving to Florida, right. while we were driving <laughs> yeah. to California, they talk about some really fun things that we did and had and had fun doing it. And uh, so the journey is 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 a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the journey, you right. know, and yeah. enjoy what God is teaching you. And I know there's hard times, sure, man. I know there are, but don't get so stuck in the hard times that you miss all the great things that are going on around you at, mm-hmm. at the same time. And uh, I just think, God, you know, when life can slow down some mm-hmm. for us, uh, uh, God, God can really use those and, and teach us. And, and, uh, and, uh, so that's, uh, you know, that's one thing that comes to mind, uh, but, yeah. but, you know, 
I started in such a hole. God's got a lot to teach me, and and and, and he's still doing it. You know, I mean, there's just still lessons I'm learning every right. day. You know. Yeah. Well, that's that's beautiful. That's good. I'm uh, one of these. I'm actually looking forward to that phase of life where, yeah. you know, there, look, it's always a mixed bag because you you know you're the thought of not having your kids right. as your kids. You know, right. them being adults and kind of on their own. Is really still like it's hard. It's crushing. Right. You know, it's right. difficult to even it think is. about. It's hard to think about. But with but with me and Amy, I'm looking forward to being able to spend some time with just where we're just together yeah. and we're yeah. hanging out together and our and you know our primary responsibility really yeah. is just loving on each other and and you know love getting the grandkids right. every now and then. You know what I mean? Right. So sure. I I think that uh, because you're what you said is absolutely true. Like. You know, there's not not anybody in my life that has had more of an influence, right. you know, toward Christ for me than the, her. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, she has multiple times in our marriage like demonstrated the character of Christ yes. to me in yeah. like a tangible like, way. Likewise. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, we we've been blessed. Both of you. We hey. we outpunted our coverage. There's no, no question about no that. No doubt about so. it. No <laughs> doubt about it for me. That's for sure. So. Well, so those of you who are out there listening on the podcast, you know, you're 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 on the journey, like you know, like what Sandy was talking about, and and I don't know where your journey is right now. Maybe your journey's, you know, maybe you're 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 going through the beautiful scenery and it's an awesome right. experience, yeah. and you know, maybe you're at the at the fun park, you know, or maybe you're really wondering where the next gas station is, uh-huh. you know, That's or right. or you know what, maybe you're in the maybe you're in the valley of the shadow of death. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, wherever it is that you are on your journey, though, uh, Scripture tells us over and over again that the Lord God is with us, right, in all those places. Yeah. And He's moving and He's working and He's. Um, he's working things actually together for our good, no matter where we that's are right. on that journey. Yeah, and uh, and that's a wonderful thing for us to remember today. H- hold on to that. Thank you, Sandy, for for sharing hey, all that bet. with us today and talking yeah. about your thanks. story. Thanks for having me. And that's just been a real pleasure to get to know you and become friends with you. And uh, and I appreciate you being here today. So you guys out there in podcast land, uh, pay attention because we're going to have another one, another podcast coming out next week. And we want for you to be a part of it. We're going to have other really amazing and interesting guests, just like Sandy Peters. Ooh, on, ooh, I on hope they're the a podcast. lot more amazing and a lot more interesting. <laughs> the podcast. So, uh, so make sure that you're listening to that. And, uh, and look, if you don't have a church home out there, Sandy gave you a really good uh, a really good commercial for what makes First Baptist Shallow Water different and special. Yeah. Come be part of us. We'd love to have you uh, be a part of it. We'd love for you to find your, you know, your people That's right. here at our church because I, I believe they're here. So um, if there's any way we can serve you, we want to do it. Thanks for tuning in to First Things First. We want to invite you to join us for worship this Sunday at First Shallow Water. You can find us at 703 Avenue J in Shallow Water, Texas. Our Sunday morning service starts at 1030 a.m. Click on the link in the description of this episode for more information about our church or if you'd just like to reach out to us. Check out the previous episodes of this podcast. Make sure you do that. We really have had the privilege of hearing some amazing stories. And make sure you check back each week for a new episode. Until then... We'll see you around town.